0: This is a story about a dude named Lane, he moved to the mainland and bought one place to stay and then one day he went try to rent them out and then he became one real investor man. If you guys are watching on the YouTube channel and behind me that's uh the pool to one of our stabilized assets in Houston, Texas. But I wanted to take today to just talk about what's been happening in apartment investing lately. Now Farm investing has been extremely competitive over the last few years, and despite the continual cap rate compression bringing down investor returns, we strongly feel that cash flow investing in recession-resistant assets is still a prudent strategy over holding more than 20% of your cash-lazy equity on the sidelines, where it's not making anything there. The last decade, some say, has been the golden age of apartment investing, especially in the state of Texas. However, one has to suspect that we cannot sustain this type of current growth, which is always what your home bearers are going to be saying. But as the person I'm thinking about has predicted, what, the last five out of the last two recessions in the last 20-something years, where our clock is always right twice a day is the same. They're just here to sell books. They're not investors. They're just economists. They're just like the weather. Now, a market reversion or leveling off is bound to happen. We want to protect our capital while it's growing as best as we can. So how do we do it? Our goal is to stay in the game, get cash flow, and mitigate our risk by conservative underwriting using data. Our network of our operators, boots in the ground, due diligence and data that is not available to the public, such as CoStar, which owns Apartments.com and is a big agglomerate of data. There we get the market rent roll, version cap rates, etc. In 2019, I have seen a couple tricky methods that do operators employ in their underwriting. And I go into this great detail in the syndication LP course, which is for purchase. You go to simplepassetcashflow.com slash ecourses and you can check out all the other e-courses we have. Now this course I developed exactly for the passive LP investor so if you're busy this is the best way you're going to get up to speed with evaluating which investments to be going into but anyway let's get into these tricky methods first as i discussed many times before you have to look at this cap rate to reversion cap rate and i've named this the cap rate gate where a lower than reversion cap rate exit is used normally I like to see a 0.5 to 1% increase on your projected reversion cap rate to your prevailing cap rate and the reason why I want to assume that the prevailing cap rate is lower than what we assume is in the future, assuming that you're going to be selling in a junker market. If it goes better, well awesome, more money to us as investors. But let's assume that we're selling in a worse off market. That's the reason why we're assuming that we're taking the prevailing cap rate, say it's a five cap, and we're adding a half a point to a full point right on top of that for the reversion cap rate in our underwriting to make it five and a half or maybe even 6%. This is where I like to hold a lot of the contingency. Things aren't gonna go perfectly. There's a lot of if in life and things typically go wrong. So by doing this, you can put a lot of contingency in here, which just ultimately helps you when things go well. Now, many institutional operators, when we ask them this, what are they using? They'll admit to be using a negative quarter point to maybe at most a quarter point increase factor on reversion cap rates. So the way we're doing is actually they're going a quarter point expansion. We're going what two to four times that, but Hey, they can do what they want to do. Now, second. Being more aggressive on operational components like rent growth and expenses compared against the projection of market analysis. Oftentimes, taking the exception to bump the rents any more than 12 to 15 percent, I think, is crazy. Unless you're doing a super heavy amount of value add where you're doing maybe eight to fifteen thousand dollars rehab per unit. Now, maybe you might see that 12 to 20 percent bump. think i've seen a deal the other day where they are expecting to bump the rents up 40 percent. that's not going to happen in my opinion if it is maybe i didn't look at the deal maybe i didn't run the comps but when i just saw that i was like whoa that's a big job there's certainly going to be a lot of vacancy as your tenants give you the middle finger as they balk and don't renew now every deal is different and of course you could be legitimately lower rents. But I think whenever you're going over that 12 to 15% range, you've got to really scratch your head and and really verify those comps. I mean, we've had it. We've had deals where the rents are as legitimate under market, but that's very rare, especially in these days where it's very competitive. Are you a non-incredited investor looking for opportunities to invest passively? How about a newer investor looking to get a bit of a track record and confidence from your spouse who's a little bit skeptic of what you've been listening to the last few months? And could you use the reinforcement of double-digit returns paid like clockwork in the form of monthly dividends? The American Home Preservation Fund, or AHP, is currently open again and is looking to bring new investors with them. I have been investing with them since 2016, and originally I used it as a means to pay for my regular expenses. I started with $60,000 as my initial investment, and that paid my car payment completely for me every single month. HB collaborates with existing homeowners to keep them in their homes via restructuring or selling the debts, unlike their competitors. It's a way to make great returns while feeling good about making a social impact. After investing myself in the fund, it was awesome when owner George Newberry saw the impact Simple Passive Cashflow was making and eventually approached me to become a spokesperson of the company. You can start investing with as little as $100 bucks. And if you want a free Bird Zone book, please send me an email at lane at simplepassivecashflow.com. For more information about investing with HP, go to HPservicing.com slash investors. I like to buy stuff. Well, that's a liability. Now, another trick that folks like to do in this business, inflating other income or non-rental revenue such as trash valet, additional storage fees, reserved parking or covered parking in Texas, that's a big one for those like hailstorms, money from vending machines, money from laundry machines or any type of service that may or may not be tested by the current clientele. This has been a way to sneak deals past even the most astute past investors who have understanding of underwriting. Just put stuff into other income category cuz most people don't look there. Now the way we do it is like we come up with our operating budget and rehab budgets with, of course, deferred maintenance because that has bit, bit us in the butt in the past. So we made that lesson learned. But we independently use the knowledge of our past projects. And it's great when we have so many properties in that same area that we can benchmark against. We also use the big data from sources like CoStar or the Reese Report to give us insight on the operating budget of other comparable buildings in our vicinity. Now the second piece of that, and like I said, we, this is independent. Our property manager, even before acquisition, is walking all of the units and coming up with their own operational budget, rehab budget. So two things there, right? What can we run the property at and what big deferred maintenance items or what things that they think they can revamp in that, and they're coming up with that budget. From there, we come up with their numbers independently, put our heads together. We don't really peek at what our property management is doing. The team comes together. We create a budget and of course, add some room for contingency and especially in the rehab budgets. Now this sequence creates a level of expectation that the property manager is held accountable for with the bottom line or the profit and loss statement being the assumed performance rubric, which means if the property manager comes up with a budget, we're holding them accountable to that. If they don't hit it, they're a a gun for hire. We can always fire them and get another one. That said, overall yields might be dropping. However, we don't undertake a project unless we underwrite it the right way and feel more than comfortable taking on investor. But at this time, I think, you know, what you're probably seeing a lot of strength in multifamily apartments and you're starting to see some institutions, especially from the retail sector or some office coming into this multifamily apartments is seen as a safe haven. Maybe it may not make sense to be in apartments. Of course, that's on the high level. And I think a lot of investors, they listen to a lot of podcasts, they start to get these ideas in their head and they're not digging into the, the exact deal. We're not going to a deal unless it's one in a thousand. And that one in a thousand kind of defies the generalities. It's saying like all boys are bad when they're teenagers. They might be on average, but I think if it, if it was yours, you'd probably say mine's a special, right? Kind of the same thing here. Sorry if I offended everybody. But we like to think that the deal that we're picking, the reason why we're picking that one is because it's a one in a thousand deal that sort of defies generalities. So yeah, even if though apartments are getting more and more expensive, trying to pick that diamond in the rough. And this is where I say, like, I think the same example can be where investors are looking at a certain market and say, I don't like that market. Have you even looked at it? Have you even... Taking a look at not the MSA, but the submarket, but not only that submarket. But what is it on that block? What's the vibe of the area? But just some things to be on the lookout for. If you want to learn more about this, go to slash syndication. And thanks for listening, guys. Please share this with your friends.